Hello, everyone. My name is Shirley Lay, she, her pronouns, and I'm a principal at BIPOC Executive Search. Welcome to my 10-part video series titled In Community with Shirley Lay, where I hold space for conversations about the reimagination of workplaces as sites for pleasure, joy, and liberation. Through deconstructing conversations and liberative storytelling, I'll be inviting us to express our counter-narratives as human beings solidly rooted in centuries of cultural wisdom. Affirming your humanity. Hello everyone, my name is Shirley Lay, she, her pronouns, and I'm a principal at BIPOC Executive Search. Welcome to my 10-part video series titled In Community with Shirley Lay, where I hold space for conversations about the reimagination of workplaces as sites of pleasure, joy, and liberation. Through deconstructing conversations and liberative storytelling, I'll be inviting us to express our counter-narratives as human beings solidly rooted in centuries of cultural wisdom. In our last conversation, we talked about the importance of thrivance as a revolutionary act to assert your identity as cultural beings who come from rich ancestral histories. Today, I want to talk about how you can expand on your Thrivance tools kits to incorporate a technique that further affirms your humanity. If you're constantly preoccupied with feelings of self-doubt, inadequacy, worthlessness, and uncertainty, then this video may serve your purposes in reclaiming your right to exist and be in the way you feel most right in this world. To support me in today's discussion, I'll be drawing on the works of Dr. Rahul Deep Gill, who's a researcher and professor at California Lutheran University with a focus on religion and hip-hop culture. I'll also be drawing on the work of Natalie Bowie, Kassar Mohammed, and Valine Moharo, three women of color educators and activists who form SHIFT, an organization focused on producing justice-related content and workshops. From the time when COVID-19 was declared a pandemic, there is an underlying message that we must continue to grind, to fo function with the business as usual mentality. But where did this functioning come from? The way that we've responded as a society to this crisis is not neutral, natural, or cultural free. It's a way of operating in the world that's consistent with the Western or Eurocentric philosophies of reductionism and mind-body duality, or the belief that the human experience can be dissected, observed, and understood in isolation without consideration of how various parts of our lives are interconnected. In the current state of the pandemic, you may be expected to act and engage in your academic or professional responsibilities in a detached way, separate from your own financial stress, physical or mental health, safety of family members, concerns about loss of employment, and so much more. Although it may serve the capitalistic agenda to treat humans as machines devoid of emotions and relational needs, it certainly doesn't allow us to feel human. For those feeling dehumanized and disconnected from this way of being, I want to offer an important suggestion, one that reconnects with your life force, namely your breath. As Dr. Gill puts it, we need to double down on the practice of intentional breathing so that we can slow down our internal experiences and give space and room to reconnect with your values, internal sense of right and wrong, 
and the wisdom of our ancestors to ensure that our bodies have full access to its life force, the breath, we need to engage in a form of intentional deep breathing that elongates the breath, support supporting you in soothing and calming and regulating your nervous system. Now here are the key features. Without taking big gulps of air in, breathe in slowly through your nostrils. Then slowly breathe out through your lips as if you were blowing through a tiny straw. Ensure that you go through this whole process as your chest stays as still as possible and that your belly is the only part of you that's drawing in or expelling the breath. This means that when you're breathing in, you're bloating and expanding your belly outwards and upwards like a balloon, and when you're breathing out, your belly should fall in towards your spine. Here's a demonstration. Notice how slow and regular I'm keeping my breath. I'm not taking big gulps of air in or letting it all out at once. Really pay attention to the out-breath and try to make it as long as possible because that's the part of the breath that will trigger your relaxation response. To achieve the best outcomes, I recommend you engaging in this practice for at least 30 minutes a day, every day. And this can be broken up into 10-minute increments such as 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, and 10 right before bed. With regular, consistent practice, you should feel more attuned to your nervous system and the thing that needs to feel safe and protected. With greater settledness comes an increased capacity for clarity, compassion, creativity, courageousness, connectedness, and confidence, all of which are essential components of health and well-being. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Let's all continue to work towards building a work community that allows us to be safe, seen, and heard. See you next time.